Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Teeing it up and talking golf. It happens all the time this time of year, and it happens every Sunday right here on Tea to Green. The Golf Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to a 4th of July holiday weekend with Tita Green. Hope you've had a great holiday weekend, and thanks for making what we do a part of your week every weekend. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenoff coming your way from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tita Green. And on the show today, Hunky Yoon will be joining us. Hunky is the USGA's Director of Strategic Projects, and among other things, he'll be on the show today to discuss the USGA's Pace of Play initiative, and in particular, a couple of things that the USGA is doing to try to speed up Pace of Play. You heard about the Play 9 program. How about the Well, We're Young program? You saw the promos that ran during the men's and women's U.S. Opens. Hunky is going to be here to talk about that and much, much more today as we try to speed up the Pace of Play in the game of golf thanks to the USGA. And also joining us on Tee to Green today, Zeb Wellborn. Zeb's company is called uh, 19th Hole Media. He's the author of the book, The Social Golf Course, and he'll be talking to us today about golf entering the new decade and the age of social media, not just golfers, not just golf courses, but golf in general. And Zeb Wellborn joining us today here on Cedar Green to talk about the social media aspect of the game of golf. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord, what am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. And if you missed something from today's show or any show, you can find it on iHeartRadio Talk. Tita Green now available at iHeartRadio Talk. iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up with Hunky Yoon as we continue. We're live on American Forces Radio, coast to coast, on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. My car's a sauna. What's with this air conditioning? You need an AC Pro. No any? Yeah. You. <laughs> you got me confused with somebody else. You're a pro with new do-it-yourself AC Pro, the 10-minute cold air solution. But I... You know where to find the hood? That thing up front? Exactly. AC Pro's easy, fast, and saves you money. You'll have your car's AC blowing cold air in minutes. I did it. It's like a freezer in here. Be a pro with new AC Pro, the 10-minute cold air solution. Got a sweater? Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. We all know healthcare has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. 
and you are now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be, a service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Ready for another luxurious offer? You know I am. Good, because it's more fabulous savings from the new paint studio at Ace. Oh, cha-ching. Right now, get $5 off instant savings with your Ace Rewards card on gallons of Clark & Kensington, Royal, Valspar Optimus, and Valspar Aspire. It's a color tropolis. Exclusively at Ace. Ace is a place to help the hardware folks. Present Ace Rewards card July 2nd through July 7th to get savings instantly in store. Limit three gallons, store stock only. See participating stores for details. It's a show by golfers for golfers. You found it, Tita Green, live and in real time on the internet at sportsbyline.com and at our website, tdgreenradio.com. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenoff from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, wishing everyone a happy 4th of July weekend. Hope it's been a good one for you so far. We apologize ahead of time. We're working through some phone issues here, quality-wise, at the Broadmoor. But, uh, well, it's kind of like when you're flying an airplane, you got three of the four engines working. You can do it, but it's not ideal. I don't know if this is quite that drastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I see you didn't burn your hands off with, illegal, with any illegal fireworks. This no, weekend. that's always a good I'm thing. good. Yeah. All right, good 100%. to go. 100%. On the show today, Zeb Walborn joining us later in the hour. Uh, his company is uh, a social media company, 19th Hole Media, social media for golf courses, and we'll be talking about uh, his book, The Social Golf Course. Very timely, very topical these days with all of the advances and improvements we've seen in social media over the last several years, especially in sports and especially in the game of golf. want to get right to our first guest who is joining us to talk about Pace of Play initiative sponsored by the USGA. Hunky Yoon has been with the USGA for a number of years. He's the director of strategic projects. And like everybody at the USGA, has been extremely busy over the past few months here with the men's and women's U.S. Open. The senior open is just around the corner. And Hunky's been right in the middle of things. Uh, maybe you saw all of the promos that were running the ads that were running during the two uh, U.S. Opens about pace of play, the Play 9 program, the Well We're Young program. Well, that's uh, what Hunky is, is doing at the USGA these days. I know he's been busy, but we appreciate him taking some time to join us today. Hunky, thanks for coming on, Tita Green. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so the, um, the, the you've got several initiatives going right now. You've got the Play 9 program. You've got the Well We're Young program. Which one do you want to start with this morning? Well, why don't we start with Play 9? Because it's, uh, it's right around the corner. We, we launched it at the U.S. Open a few weeks ago, and uh, in a couple of weeks on July 23rd, we're going to have Play 9 Day, in which we encourage golfers everywhere to go out and play nine holes, go to the driving range, go to the putting green, take a lesson, uh, participate and get golf ready, or anything that really gets you out and onto the golf course and, and participating in a game that – uh, maybe it doesn't take uh, you know the four or five hours in an 18-hole round does, but uh, maybe a, one, an hour or two that fits into your busy lifestyles. So has the Play 9 program kind of been around for a while and now you've pushed it to the forefront, or is it something that you're diving in brand new with? Yeah, nine-hole uh, rounds have been informally in place for um, for quite some time. And, you know, in fact, um, about a quarter of all golf courses in the United States are actually nine-hole golf courses. Um, so nine holes have been a, a very a legitimate um, alternative to the 18 holes round for a while. But I think nowadays, with time pressures becoming more intense for a lot of people, there are a lot more pressures on people's times. We think the nine holes is a good way 
to actually get into the game and, and play golf and enjoy it while still doing other things in life. For example, going to your kids' baseball game or going to their camp or participating in their camp or, or other things and still being able to play golf. Because, uh, you know, frankly, uh, and I find this to be true as well, devoting four or five hours to a round of golf sometimes is, it just isn't possible. And I feel like uh, the nine holes or, or you know, go to the driving range is a, is a good way to enjoy the game and, and still be able to do other things, be with your family, uh, work, and do other things in, in, in your lifestyle. Yeah, and as you're saying that, Jerry and I are sitting here, we're nodding our heads in agreement. When the USGA does it does some studies and does some research as to what prevents people from playing more golf, where does the, the length of the time for a round of golf, where does that rank in that on that list? It's, it's pretty high on the list. Um, I think especially with, with younger people, people with families that I think the, the lifestyles have changed. I think you know it's, it's you, you know a generation or two generations ago, people used to be able to take off a week or two weeks in the middle of the summer to go on vacation. Very rarely do people do that now they take shorter vacations, whether it's a long weekend or a couple of days here and there. And I think golf reflects that um, because golf uh, rounds gradually have been longer. I think uh, the average golf round, is somewhere on four and a half hours nowadays. It's 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 become a little tougher to fit into the day, and so we want to try to get people to go out and play and enjoy the game, while still uh, being you know we don't want it to be an and or proposition. We want to be able to, you want to be able to do both, play golf and still enjoy your life. Punky, I actually uh, learned how to play on a, on a nine hole course, and, and probably the first three courses I ever played growing up in southwestern Minnesota were nine hole courses. There for a while maybe 20 years back if we want to use a general time frame uh, a lot of golf courses uh, weren't uh, scheduling their tee times very often to allow for that nine hole round they've certainly had to flip and, and change that nowadays haven't they yeah actually there's i think there's a lot of pressure on golf courses to maximize revenue and certainly offering nine hole options could be a way to add additional revenue on you know either in the morning or in the afternoon or even during the middle of the day to get people to um, for additional revenue that they might other, otherwise have uh, have gained, and where I mean, obviously, we want to try to help courses to be more sustainable, to be able to make money and be more efficient, and this is one of the strategies to, to doing that. Hunky Yoon is with us. He's the USGA's director of strategic projects. We're discussing the pace of play initiatives such as. Play 9 and Play 9 Day, which is coming up on Wednesday, July 23rd. A chance for you to join American Express and the USGA and celebrate all the benefits of the nine-hole round. Hunky, I know you've launched this uh, a little while back now. It's had some time to sink in. You have the things, the ads running on television during the two U.S. Opens. What sort of uh, feedback are you getting on the whole Play 9 program? I think we've got some very positive feedback. I think people are recognizing that nine holes are a legitimate um, alternative to 18 holes. Uh, for example, nine holes are, uh, you, you can have a nine-hole handicap or you can have a nine-hole score and apply that and post it toward an 18-hole handicap. I think there was some misinformation out there that nine holes wasn't really, you know, quote-unquote, not really golf. And I think we, we, as the more we start to educate people, I think they're, they're realizing that it is a viable alternative, and it's gaining some traction. Certainly in the first year, we're not expecting a huge uh, turnout on Play 9 Day. We'd like to get as many people as possible, but this is definitely a multi-year initiative, and, and by then, in a few years, I hope that nine holes becomes as popular as 18-hole rounds of golf. You can go to the USGA website, usga.org, for more information. Hunky, I, I know sometimes, for example, just two days ago when I played out here, uh, it took me nine holes just to kind of get going. Uh, are people's handicaps going to rise a little bit with just playing nine holes each time out? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I, certainly there is a warm-up factor, and I think that uh, maybe you, you start by, by with picking a different approach. So usually, you know, when I play around the golf, you take the first few holes to warm up, but... Uh, I think um, if, if we feel like we can, we're, we're in it from the start, perhaps that uh, scores will come down a little bit. But I, I, we'll, we'll have to see what happens with, with handicaps, with whether people are posting more nine-hole scores. Certainly with our handicap system, we can keep track of these things, and it's a very good way to measure whether nine-hole rounds are gaining in popularity. Yeah, and you can play, and this is on the website, the USGA website, you can play games within the game when you're playing nine holes, can't you? Sure. I mean, you can certainly play your standard stroke play. You can play match play. You can play uh, four ball, which is better ball match play, two-person two teams with a better score. 
and certainly a very popular format overseas, certainly in Great Britain and Ireland, that, that doesn't, hasn't gained much traction over here, is alternate shot or foursome rounds where you play every other shot. It's actually a very quick way to play. You can actually play nine holes in about an hour and a half with uh, four people, on a, on a, you know, obviously on a relatively, with nobody holding you up. But it, if you stretch for time, it's a great way to be, have a competition and have uh, the ultimate team match while getting all the benefits of, of playing a nine-hole round. So what is a good length of time for playing nine holes? I would say somewhere uh, two, two hours, two to two and a half hours. Uh, it's, I, I think nine holes is a great way because it fits better with uh, today's lifestyles. For example, if you go out to dinner it's, or you go to a movie, you go watch a basketball game or you, do, you go to your son's uh, little league game or, something, or daughter's little league. I'm sorry, I shouldn't just say son's. Um, it takes about two, two and a half hours, and it kind of seems to be the unit of time that, that activities take place. And nine holes fits into that, so you can kind of plan your day and know that uh, you know, in two and a half hours you'll be done with your round of golf and you can go do other things. So it's, it's a very, um, very good goal for people to have, if, if, especially if you don't have five hours to devote to around the golf. Well, speaking of time, we've got so much to talk about with, with Punky. We've asked him to stick around and do an extra segment with us. We haven't yet talked about the Well, We're Young program and also a program using GPS trackers and interns to speed up pace of play. Hunk, we want to talk to you about that as well. So we'll catch that uh, on the other side, okay? Yeah, sounds good. Hunky Yoon is with us. He's the Director of Strategic Projects with the USGA. We're discussing the USGA's pace of play initiatives, and we will pick it up on the other side as we are live and in real time on the Internet at sportsbyline.com. You can link to that website, to our website, t2greenradio.com, too. Check us out on Facebook. And speaking of that, Zeb Walborn later in the hour to talk about social media and golf on today's edition of T to Green. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. A 14-by-21-foot shop for under 6000 or a 50-by-100 for under 30000 You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers. If you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for 129000 You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. Call 800 800-965-1298. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, 
decisions and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. We call it Destination Listening for Dedicated Golfers. You found it. It's Tita Green, the golf show from the Broadmoor Resort. Colorado Springs, Colorado, Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenoff. Great to have you with us today. And don't forget, on Wednesday, July 23rd, you can join American Express and the USGA for Play Nine Day and celebrate all the benefits of the nine-hole round. We were talking in our last segment about the Play Nine program from the USGA with the USGA's Director of Strategic Projects, Hunky Yoon. Hunky is going to stay with us. Uh, Hunky, one of the other things we we want to talk about and we know that you're very much involved with is the well we're young campaign i've seen ads uh, involving tiger woods paula kramer butch Harmon, and of course the one that everybody's talking about we're going to listen to it right now arnold palmer and clint eastwood While we're young, please, we're helping to pick up the pace. See what you can do at USGA.org. Yeah, there you go. Boy, <laughs> talk about an effective ad. Again, you can't do any better than Clint Eastwood and the King, Arnold Palmer. Hunky, how did you guys come up with those? Uh, well, we, uh, you know, obviously the while we're young line starts with the... Um, the line from Caddyshack, Caddyshack, where Rodney Dangerfield's yeah. character is uh, talking to uh, uh, um, Judge Smales uh, and mm-hmm. uh, holding up a play on the first tee. And it's kind of a, a line that seemed like a throwaway, but it was very effective and kind of spoke to the urgency that people feel on the golf course, that frustration. So I've, I think a lot of people have wanted to say that to a lot of people on the golf course. And believe me, now that I've, uh, I've taken on this project, I hear it a lot on the golf course from my friends. So it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of pressure on me. I, I, can feel, I, can, I always feel like Rodney James was behind me on the tee yelling it when I'm on the tee. So it's kind of a funny thing. So. Did you have any? You know, you, I mentioned you, there's one with Tiger, there's one with Paula Kramer, Butch Harmon, and of course Arnie and uh, Clint Eastwood. Did, how, how, when you approached them with the idea, what was the response like? Oh, they were all they were all fully supportive of it, which I think speaks to the uh, the problem, how 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 per- pervasive the pace of play problem is. So when we approach not just legends of the game, but just one of the icons of American popular culture, Clint Eastwood, they were all on board, and they were, how can we help? And, and they were uh, fully fully supportive and, and was, were really into it, so they, they really made the ads very effective. And should add that Annika Sorenstam also has her ad, ad as well, so it was... Uh, That's right, yes. Exactly. Yeah. I so. forgot about Annika. She's trying to do the Rodney thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, it, I think it, it, it brings out some of their personality as well in, in a way that... Uh, uh, a funny way that other other ads maybe wouldn't, would, we're not doing we're not doing before, and it's kind of a change of direction for the USJ where we were uh, doing a lot of the more big picture service uh, for the good of the game um, ads, but this adds a, 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 an element of, of levity that uh, that was missing in previous things, and I think it really gets people talking about it. Hunky, I, I thought that the Clinton Arnold thing was was just brilliant. Um, in the pace of play situation. Uh, I, you know, I think if a lot of golfers, and I'm sure this is what you're trying to push, just sometimes the simple things, um, like let's say Jay and I are out playing, instead of just you know watching Jay wait, waiting for him to hit his shot, I should be, you know, while while he's hitting, I should be lining myself up and getting all prepared, and and you know, just you know, doing that every shot. You can cut minutes and minutes and minutes off of each hole. Just simple things like that is what people start to need to start doing, isn't it? Sure, absolutely. Or lining up your putts while someone else is putting, or, or maybe cutting down your pre-shot routine to to 20 seconds or less, which which is more effective. A lot of sport psychologists, you know, um, they they advocate that anyway because the longer you stand over a, a shot, the more doubt creeps in your mind. They want you to be direct and focused and, and hit your shot, or even the way you. Um, 
if you were you were you were, you were, you and were in the carts together, maybe drop drop one off and then go to the other guard to to save a little bit of time because it doesn't seem like a lot of time. But if you add that up over however many shots you take, I'm, I'm assuming you guys take like seventy shots each. So uh, can you do that? Uh, it, it's still through about fourteen holes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. No problem. Um, you know we're I, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, we're having a good time. We're laughing and talking about this, but but it's pretty serious. Golf is wrestling with a lot of people leaving the sport. Four hundred thousand players quit golfing last year, according to the National Golf Foundation. About a quarter of a million women took up the game, but six hundred and fifty thousand men gave it up, and sure. yeah, that's that's not good. Sure, uh, we did a, we did a little survey last fall uh, of golfers, about uh, seventeen hundred golfers, and we asked them about to rate, kind of rate the different factors that affect their enjoyment of golf, and about 74% of them said pace of play was crucial in their enjoyment of a round. So obviously, if, if either uh, a golf round takes too long or there's a lot of waiting between shots, it really affects their enjoyment of the game and will kind of keep them from, from coming back. So it is a very important topic, and that's why we've uh, embarked on, a, on not just a, a while we're young campaign, but also a little more research to kind of uh, understand the causes of, the, of, of pace of play more from what course facilities can do in terms of their policies and their setup. And technology, too. Tell us about the use of the GPS Mini Tracker. Sure. Um, so we have uh, we've, we bought a bunch of uh, hundreds of these little GPS units. They're about the size of a uh, little thumb drive, and they fit in your pocket. And, and we, we've been giving them out to golfers around the, around the country. And what they do is they record your position every five seconds. So what we're able to do is figure out how long it takes for each to play each hole, where you're going on the course, and through that we're able to figure out whether um, things like uh, green speed or rough height or tee time intervals or things like that, the effect of those on, on actual uh, pace of play and also what we call um, cycle time, which is actually the time that it takes to play each hole, which is an important factor in affecting pace of play because if, if that uh, cycle time is 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 uh, matched up from hole to hole. It ensures smooth play. Whereas if there's a little backup here and there, it creates those uh, those uh, weights that that really make the round of golf very frustrating. So we've been uh, starting with eight interns around the country, including one at the Colorado Golf Association near near where you are. And uh, once we collect these data from about twenty thousand rounds of golf, we'll be able to crunch the data and come up with some uh, some analysis of what exactly causes poor pace of play and, and backups and we'll be able to attack the problem and create some solutions from there. So have you been able to crunch any numbers yet or are you still in the process? Uh, we're, we're still in the process. We started uh, kind of after, right after Memorial Day, so we'll be going through these. In, we have college interns that are, uh, so, uh, thanks to this, is uh, the part, um, it was funded through our partner Chevron through their STEM, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. And so we have eight uh, college students who are uh, majoring in one of these disciplines and they're out around the country handing out and collecting these uh, GPS units and they're uploading the data to a uh, to a big server that we have and we have some you know, some very smart people PhDs at the at our equipment and equipment standards department that are crunching numbers and in a few months we'll have some information and we'll be able to share it with the rest of the world Hunky, okay, um, one of the things that I'm interested in you know when you when you get all this done is is what you find uh, as, as far as uh, whether people are walking or riding a cart, uh, public or private courses, maybe different parts of the country, are you factor? Are you going to factor all those things in when you come up with all this information? A absolutely, and you know, even beyond that, whether uh, you know, for example, whether a cart uh, a course has a policy where carts only versus uh, they can go anywhere. So we'll we'll try to to isolate for all these various factors and see if there's any sort of variables that, that stand out more than the others. So and caddies, uh, walking, public-private, uh, tee time intervals, whether, you know, if you, for example, if a twosome follows a foursome, what the average weight is and things like that. So by collecting as much data as possible, we'll be able to um, isolate for, for these various things. So hopefully we'll have collected enough data to get some of these answers, but we plan to do this for a while anyway so that we, we will be able to collect as much data as possible. Yeah. Tell you what, when you get those numbers crunched and you come out with some some of that information, we'd love to get you back on and uh, and go over some of that. And see just to see just what kind of effect uh, the the uh, pace of play initiatives are having on on hopefully improving things. Yeah, that would be great. And, and you know, we we hope to work with with our partners, uh, the people like PGA of America, Golf Course Superintendents Association of America, LPGA, American Society of Golf Course Architects. Uh, 
I don't know if I'm missing any. Uh, yeah, uh, Club Managers Association, National Golf Course Owners, to come up with some programs so that the people who manage and run golf facilities are able to learn from this and are able to implement policies that, that kind of improve pace of play because it is a major problem for them and for us, and we want to work with everybody in the golf industry to come up with some solutions. 30 to 40 U.S. courses involved in the program. About 6,500 rounds will be trapped at each course from now to the end of August, giving the group about 26,000 rounds of data to analyze. Well, I hope you got some. I know you got some good number crunchers over there. We do have some very smart people who, who know a lot about more about this than I do, and I, I hopefully that we'll be able to come up with some good data that we'll be able to share with all, all of you kind of in the fall. Yeah, so we'll get you back sometime later in the fall, and, and, and we'll kind of try to analyze as best we can what these numbers are and what they might mean for the future of golf. Are you optimistic, cautiously optimistic? What's, what's your feelings going into all this stuff? Very cautiously optimistic. Uh, I think that it took a long time for the golf industry to get to this point as far as pace of play is, and there won't be a, a solution or a silver bullet that that improves pace of play overnight or even in a couple of years. But hopefully five, ten years from now, we'll have made some inroads and, and with some changes in the way golf, both golfers and golf facilities think and, and talk about pace of play, we'll be have to make a dent and we'll be able to see some um, some improvement in pace of play as, as we move forward. That's Hunky Yoon with the USGA. Hunky, thanks for taking the time and good luck with this and we'll hopefully talk to you in a few months. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Anke Yoon, USGA, the Director of Strategic Projects. Coming up, we'll talk to Zeb Wolbert. Social media and golf should be fun. Stick around. Jay and Jerry from the Broadmoor back after this. Looking for a new way to play fantasy sports? Join Streak today. It's the easier, better fantasy site with no salary cap. Just pick three players in each of the three selected categories. The higher your goal is for the players, the more points you can win. Compete against your friends and others for real cash. This is totally legal and is based in the United States. Just register at scorestreak.com. Draft any athletes for your categories and go for a perfect score. No salary caps, no headaches, no problem. Go to scorestreak.com to learn more and win big. My car's a sauna. What's with this air conditioning? You need an AC Pro. Know any? Yeah, you. <laughs> you got me confused with somebody else. You're a pro with new do-it-yourself AC Pro, the 10-minute cold air solution. But I... You know where to find the hood? That thing up front? Exactly. AC Pro's easy, fast, and saves you money. You'll have your car's AC blowing cold air in minutes. I did it. It's like a freezer in here. Be a pro with new AC Pro, the 10-minute cold air solution. Got a sweater? Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
It's America's longest-running network radio golf show, Tita Green, from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenoff. And next weekend, we're on the road again, Jerry. We're heading back to Keystone for our second visit to Keystone this summer. And uh, in May, we were at Keystone River Course. Next Sunday, Keystone Ranch Course. Looking forward to that. Should be fun. Always fun going up there, talking to our friend Steve Cornelia and playing the course. And uh, uh, if anyone, especially our Colorado listeners, if you've never been up to Keystone, when you play the ranch course, holes four through eight there are about as good a five-hole stretch of golf holes as you can find anywhere in Colorado. Just, Just absolutely wonderful. And hopefully we got better weather than we had in May when we got some snow. I think and we should avoid the snow this time at the end of our day. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. So for now, it's coming up. We want, to, we want to remind you about real quickly here before we get to our next guest. Registration for the 6th Annual Howard W. Massini CPA Mile High Shootout is underway. It, uh, the shootout this year takes place August 22nd through 24th at Park Hill Golf Course in Denver with Amateur Senior and Open Division Championships, the Pro-Am event. August 23rd at the Ridge at Castle Pines North. In that event, it's kind of cool. Each foursome will have a professional long driver in the group. You can play the long driver's drive. It's the last long drive tour event before the World Championships in September. The defending champions, Trent Scrubs in the Open Division and James East in the Senior Division, back to defend their titles. Lots of fun. Circle the calendar. August 22nd to 24th, Parkville Golf Course at Denver. And go to milehighshootout.com for more details. Let's get to our next guest, who is the author of The Social Golf Course, and his company is called 19th Hole Media, Social Media for Golf Courses, the topic of their next segment, and we welcome Zeb Wellborn to Key to Green. Zeb, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited about it. Tell us about the 19th Hole Media and just exactly what it is, what your company does. Well, 19th Hole Media, we do social media for golf courses, internet marketing-related activities as well. But basically, we'll run their Facebook page or we'll run their Twitter accounts or their Pinterest page, whatever it is that they need us to use, uh, we can set that up for them. We also offer a consulting site. A lot of a lot of golf course owners and managers and even people that work in golf courses, they, they're not familiar how to use social media, and so we can guide them on taking the best practices and approach to getting their social media presence active engaging, and possible. So if they're not social media savvy, then you're doing it for them, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. How long has the company been around? Uh, we've been doing the golf courses for about three years now. We got started at Los Ronald's Country Club in Chino Hills, California. That was our first client. And, uh, the first year we were there, they were nominated the California golf course of the year, and then they were also uh, selected as one of four finalists for the national golf course of the year. Uh, so that was a, kind of our first start with the golf courses, and then we branched out and reached out to a lot of different golf courses in multiple states uh, over the last couple of years. So we're a fairly new company, but, uh, you know, social media hasn't been around too long either, so uh, we're, we're trying to help spread golf and grow the game by getting golf courses to use social media more actively. When you talk about social media, of course, the ones that come to mind immediately are Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Are there are there a number of others, though, that you work uh, with as well? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I mentioned Pinterest. So golf courses, I think golf courses, the best one for golf courses to use is definitely Facebook right now. Uh, it's going to change, though. I mean, as time goes on, social media, the users, they use different social media tools. But for right now, Facebook is the place to be. Uh, there's, like I said, Pinterest. Uh, one of the things we also talked about is there's also golf-related social networks out there. You know, uh, the guy who co-wrote the book with me, his name's John Hakeem, and he owns Greenskeeper.org. And so it's a very, it's a, right now it's a localized platform. It's in Southern California, but a lot of golfers are using that platform to review golf courses and to review websites and to communicate with each other. And so that's another great place for golf courses to check out is, you know, where are, go- where are local golfers going to get their golf information and so that's another thing people can look at, too. Zeb, are you finding out that a lot of people, a lot of people in golf, golf courses and golf course owners, operators, are really missing the boat, though, and not taking advantage of what they could be taking advantage of with social media? 
Yeah, no, definitely. In our book, we can actually cover a chapter about the state of the golf course industry. And, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how much you go into the state of the golf course industry on your show, but uh, it's, it hasn't been good in recent years. And so and one of the reasons I think, and we kind of lay it out in the book, is one of the reasons why it has been struggling is because we're not adapting to the way the technology is changing and interacting in our lives. If you look at anybody out on the street, I mean, half of the people are down there looking at their cell phones, and that's where golf courses need to be if they're going to attract the golfers if they want to visit their golf course. And by not doing it is we're not reaching those people and people are choosing something else that's reaching and speaking to them in the language that they prefer, which is through their mobile phones. And so what we have to do is we're trying to educate the golf course industry to help build their social media presence because really what social media does is it expands that word-of-mouth marketing, which, as we all know, is the most effective kind of marketing. So it's just really getting that word-of-mouth stuff going, and, and that's really, we are. We do see a big discrepancy between what golf courses and golf course owners are doing and what needs to be done for the golf course industry. And so we're really trying to get the word out and make sure people know how important it is that golf course, if we want to see the game grow, which we all love, uh, then we got to be active on social media. we got to be talking about golf. we got to be doing whatever we can to spread the word about golf and how fun it is. Zeb, with uh, both newspaper and magazine circulation dropping off uh, dramatically in some cases, uh, you know, a lot of companies have started to turn towards the Internet for, for marketing, you know, opportunities. Uh, as far as golf courses go on their Facebook page, um, my guess is that you're kind of encouraging them to use that more and more especially, you know, promoting certain events, certain charity events that they may have there, whether it's just a, uh, you know, a Friday night barbecue for members or whatever. Is, is that kind of where you're pushing them nowadays? Yeah, I mean, I think, and actually there's another, like, there's another chapter in our book where we talk about the advantages of social media and how much exposure it gets you versus radio, film, or TV, uh, magazines, all that stuff, and the amount of exposure you get through and social media platform is so much more than you can get anywhere else. And so, yeah, we definitely do do that. The one thing that I would say is um, posting events is good. There's just one thing that I see that a lot of golf courses do wrong when they do start a Facebook page where maybe they think it's not working. It's typically because they're not using it the way that it's intended to. It's Facebook, like I said, is a word-of-mouth tool, and a lot of people will just post specials or events, and that's all they post in their Facebook page. And what ends up happening is you don't get a lot of engagement through there. So that means people aren't talking about it in their social circles. And so what you really want to do is try to foster this word of mouth and engagement with the Facebook page. So asking questions, like engaging type questions, you know, like what's your favorite hole at the golf course? So that way people can get talking about it and start a discussion. Uh, so it is good to post, like, those deals, those events from time to time, but you don't want to strictly just do deals and events, you want to try and get people talking about your golf course or talking about golf in general, and that's kind of the, the key elements to the social the social strategies that we talk about in the social golf course. If you are not, if you are in golf and not using social media, here's some of the things you might be missing. 71% of golfers use either Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. The average amount of Facebook friends on a Southern, Calif- Southern California golf course, 597. And also 50 and over is the fastest-growing demographic on Facebook. Zeb, how, how is that happening, and what are you doing to adjust to the, 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 uh, the demographic growing up, growing older? Yeah, that's interesting. Those statistics are actually old statistics, and so... So that was like the 71% of golfers, I think, was either back in 2010 or 2011. So that number is significantly higher now. Um, the 15 over crowd is the fastest growing demographic on Facebook. And so it's, you know, it's grandparents are looking to keep in, in touch with their kids. And it's really great for golf courses because now you're getting these older, engaging, who haven't communicated on Facebook much. So usually when people jump into a new social platform, it's, they're much more active. They're much more engaged. And so right now is really an excellent time for golf courses to really harness those older golfers and get them uh, connected to your golf course. So you build this local golf community of golfers who are not only playing your golf course, but then once they're done with their round, 
they're talking about your golf course through those social media channels, and they're engaging their family and friends. Like you mentioned, there was 500, uh, whatever that number was, 500-something friends. If they're seeing those posts on your Facebook page, and they're realizing that they're uh, you know, active golfers, and that encourages more people to take up the game. If we have everybody out there talking to their family and friends about how great their golfing experience is, is you're going to have a lot more people pick up the game. Are you working only with golf courses, or are you expanding into the golf universe itself a little bit? Uh, yeah, we have expanded in the golf universe. Uh, I mentioned the greenskeeper.org, which is I'm actually doing a Facebook page for them. There's a company called Golf Cart International, and they sell, they sell um, they discount golf carts, and actually they have golf courses all over the country. And so I'm working with them for their Facebook page. I've got a couple other people that have reached out to me as well that I'm helping out with their social media presence. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very active in golf. I love the game, and I want to see it grow and succeed as much as possible. And that's why we wrote the book, is because I think there's opportunities that are being missed right now, and I really want to help educate golf course owners and these people in the golf industry in general about the importance of using social media. I think we're missing the boat on it. Seb, I think one thing that the golfers are, are maybe likely to do here is you know, they get done with their round, and, and then, you know, maybe they've got to hustle off to something else, whether there's something they particularly liked about the course or didn't like or something or whatever they, their experience was that day. Usually, you know, there's no one that they can talk to right away because they maybe can't go back into the clubhouse and speak to a manager or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if they get involved with, in a conversation on Facebook, let's say, whatever positive or negative feedback they might have, a club manager or a superintendent can look at those, uh, you know, things and say, hey, this is something that's really working for us. Let's make sure we keep doing it. Or, hey, wait, we've got 15 negative comments regarding this. We need to fix that. Perfect opportunity for them to uh, learn more in a quicker way, isn't it? Yeah, no, and that's so true, and that's another thing we can't really look to. The other advantage of social media is it's kind of like your own focus group. You know, you don't get a chance to focus group your golfers, get them in a room and sit them down and ask them what they like about the golf course and what they don't. And social media is a free way to get that kind of opinion and feedback about what you're doing. Either, like you just said, like great at your golf course or not so great at your golf course. And there's a lot of uh, really cool cool things that have happened at the golf courses that I've worked at that I've kind of seen that firsthand about people taking you know, negative feedback and then altering their stress. Like, for example, one of the golf courses, a lot of people were talking about the slow play at the golf course through their social media pages. And so, and I mean, they knew it was an issue. They knew it was a problem beforehand, but it just didn't kind of come to the surface, I guess. They didn't really do much about it. But once they started seeing it on the social media channels, and that's what most people were talking about, is when they really started to take action on it. And they uh, implemented, you know, they had super policies on pace of play, and they had on the golf course, like, oh, 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 and, 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 and yeah. like that. So, uh, now, the pace of play is not nearly as much of an issue as it once was. Golfers are a lot more happy, and more people are playing the golf course as a result. Hey, Zeph, how can people find out more about your company or enlist your services? What can they do? Oh, uh, well, yeah, you mentioned my, uh, we have a website called 19polemedia.com, so they can check out the website, 19polemedia. I'm also very active on all the social media channels myself. So my name is Zeb Wellborn. If you search for me on any one of those platforms, you can find me. This family is at home but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Pass this hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. It's Tita Green, and we're not done yet. Jerry's here to take us on tour. Not much going on, actually, this weekend. We got the... uh regular tour at the Greenbrier Classic in lovely West Virginia. I tell you, some of the shots that they've shown of the area around there. Just, nice. Uh, yeah, they really are nice. Got the, someone you haven't heard much of, Billy Hurley, leading the uh, procession here. He's at 12 under through three rounds. Uh, two ahead of Angel Cabrera. What's he doing contending in a non-major event? <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, Kevin uh, Chappell is three shots back at minus nine, and then there's a glut of seven players at minus eight. Uh, the biggest name among them, Steve Stricker. Uh, next week, uh, we'll take a look at what's going on. Uh, the uh, PGA Tour will be in uh, Illinois at the John Deere Classic, the Scottish Open over across seas, the lead-up to the British Open, and then uh, the Women's British Open next week at Royal Birkdale this year, Stacy Lewis uh, defending from last year, and also next year week the Senior Open at Oak Tree in Edmond, Oklahoma. We haven't had a, a big event at Oak Tree in, in quite a while here. Yeah. So uh, the USGA going back to Oak Tree, and uh, I think, is that one of the ones that Kenny Perry won last year? He won a couple majors. I think the Senior Open was one of them, right? So, uh, so a big uh, open season here in the next few weeks again. Uh, of course, the uh, Senior British, the regular British Open for the men all coming up in the next few weeks here. I'd like to thank Seth Wellborn from 19th Hole Media, 19thholemedia.com for more info, and Hunky in with the USGA, usga.org for more information on their pace of play initiatives. That's going to do it. Thanks to Scott and Master Control. We'll talk to you next week from Keystone. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight.